Welcome to the Family Worship Center podcast. Each week we bring you our message from our Sunday morning services at Family Worship Center in Beaumont. We need to readily talk about the Lord. And we need to tell our children about our experiences in the Lord. Why? Because they don't know them. We hope you find this message encouraging. So we've been talking about contents under pressure. What to do when all the things in life. What happens is when we get under pressure, uh, it wants to escape. Okay? And if we don't find a productive way to get rid of that pressure, then sometimes it comes out in bad ways, okay? I talked about how that uh, originally I was going to use a can of um, spray foam, and I was going to let it expand while I was talking. And then I said, is that really the way I want to ruin the carpet up here? No. So I brought, I brought this air as a, as a substitute for that. But that's basically our lives. What happens is we're under pressure. And what we've got to do is find a way to let that pressure off that's, that's good. And so over the last few weeks, we have talked about that we need to expand our thinking of God. The Word tells us that eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Our mind conceived the things that God has in store for those that love Him. It tells us in Ephesians that He is able to do abundantly and above anything that, that we can ask or even think. So we need to expand our thinking. Whatever it is we're thinking... However it is that we think God's going to answer, whatever idea that we think God has given us, we need to think bigger. Amen? Uh, Then we talked about we need to expand our looking to God. So many times we look on the things that are around us in this physical realm instead of looking to God. We rely on our finances or our strength or our our abilities instead uh, instead of looking toward God. And so then... We, we talked about last week, we need to expand our hearing from God. I think God is continually transmitting. I think God is continually talking to his people. In fact, is he says in several places, let he who has an ear hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So he would not have said that if that wasn't a possibility for us to hear from him. Sometimes that's uh, just an unction. Sometimes that's speaking through the word. We talked about that last week. So if you weren't here, maybe you can go back and catch up on those. But in lieu of uh, taking too long this morning, I know everybody's probably won't take their dad out or go see their dad or whatever today if, if, if he's around. So we want to uh, be very, very respectful of your time. And so uh, we're not going to take too long today. But what, what I want to talk about this morning is expand our talking about God, okay? The Bible tells us in Psalm 105, talk of all his wondrous works, all of his wonderful deeds, everything he's done. We ought to be talking about it all the time. This, we live in a day and a time when our social structure is not geared toward a Christian worldview, okay? Everybody thinks you're weird. Everybody thinks something's off with you. We had our vice president that talked about hearing from the Lord, and everybody made this big thing about how he was psychotic. And, and, and folks, I'm telling you, as we talked about last week, the spiritual realm is more real than what we can see, taste, feel, and touch. It was the spiritual realm, whenever God said, let there be, and it was, gave birth to this physical realm. And even though we look around us and we think, well, this is real, I can touch and, and, and feel and, and taste that I didn't really lick it, y'all. Um, but what we do is we think this is real, when really and truly it's all going to pass away. 
There's only one thing that's going to be left in the end, and that is God and his presence. Okay? And so what we've got to do is, while we're here, we've got to talk of all his wondrous deeds. In Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 6 and chapter 11, we've got this situation to where Moses, who had led the children of Israel for a long time, okay? And they're getting ready to go in and possess the promised land. And we know Moses didn't get to go, but Joshua took over and led them in. And so he keeps prepping them as to what they need to do when they get there. In chapter 6 and chapter 11, he tells them, Be careful about what you do. Always remember to keep the commandments of the Lord. Obey them and you'll prosper. Over and over and over and over again, we have this talk about the Lord. fact is, what he tells them is he said, Talk to your children about it. Talk to them about the Lord. Because they weren't here to see some of the things that have already happened. And the only way that they're ever going to know it is if we talk about it. If it's more natural in our home and in our family situation to talk about the Lord than it is to talk about anything else. People today get so uncomfortable whenever you begin to talk about the Lord. They, They get nervous about that. And they get nervous whenever it's silent. Some of you are already wiggling. I'm telling you in that silence sometimes whenever, maybe it's at the end of a song, Zach. And we just give that moment for the Lord to speak. And to tell us what we need to do. Sometimes, Sometimes it's that we don't need to be uncomfortable about it. I guess is what I'm getting down to. We need to readily talk about the Lord. And we need to tell our children about our experiences in the Lord. Why? Because they don't know them. See, God doesn't have grandchildren. He's just got children. And if our generation fails to talk to the next generation about it, then guess what? They have to learn everything over again, or maybe they just don't learn it at all. And so what Moses here in chapter 6 and chapter 11 of Deuteronomy, he tells them, Very explicitly, this is what you do. You talk to your kids about the Lord whenever you're getting ready for bed. Whenever you're brushing your teeth. Uh, Maybe not verbatim in there, but it's in there. Okay? Talk about him when you're rising up. Talk about him when you're laying down. Talk about him when you're walking in the way, when you're going to work. Talk about him when you're on your way home from work. Talk about it when you're taking your kids on a walk. Whatever it is. We need to talk to our kids about the Lord. We need to tell them what we've experienced and tell them the things that have gone on so that they know it's not some weirdo supernatural thing to hear from God. Amen? We need to expand our talking about Him. One of the things that I think has happened in our day and time, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but one of the things that, that has been very very prevalent in the church as of late is that there's there's a lot of denominational churches a lot of churches all together that are on the decline right now in our nation roughly 60 percent of this population in the united states will say that they are believers but only about 25 percent of them go to church on a regular basis and why is that 
I think there's a direct correlation between that and us not having gospel conversations. We've gotten too busy. We've gotten so full of self. We've gotten so so caught up in everything that's going on. And I'm telling y'all, it was amazing. Took my wife. This was our anniversary this last week. And so I took her to a concert. Okay? Some of you, I can't believe you went to a concert. Yeah, we went to a concert. And the thing that struck me was, how many of these things right here, 40,000 people, I think we looked it up, 40,000 plus that that Minute Maid Park over there would hold. And before the the thing started, I just told her, I said, just take a gander here. And how many people, I mean, all you could see was screens lit up, texting. I mean, there were people that during the concert... They paid big money, some of them, to get in there because they had better seats than we did because we were looking down on them. And I'm, I'm not looking down on them like snooty, but I mean, we, we were up in the nosebleeds for our section. And there were, during the concert, songs going on and everything, people got their phones out. Some of, them, some of them, a few of them were videoing and things like that. But I thought, my goodness, if you took that aspect of their life away, what would, uh, how big a chunk would it take out of their life? And I'm as techy as anybody. For those of you that know me, you know I had a smartphone and an iPad and everything probably before many, many other people did. I love technology. Amen? So don't get me wrong. I'm not disrespecting technology. But how much of our day, how much of our day is spent on this thing right here? And what we've got to do is realize, hey, that's time we need to be talking to other people, but also time that we ought to be spending with the Lord. I, I double-dog double you, okay? Keep a log for a week and see how many hours you spend on this thing. I have reeled myself in on mine because I, I love to look things up. Believe me, those of you that know me, we'll be talking about something. Is, hey, Siri, tell me about <laughs> Look it up for me. Um, and, and I love that. I love having that information at your fingertips. But you know what? The more important thing is, is that we're talking to the Lord and we're talking about the Lord. And, and, and so really and truly, it's, it's it, back to Father's Day. It is us being proud to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Talk about Him in the way. Talk about Him when you're rising up in the morning. Talk about Him when you're going to work. Talk about Him when you're laying down at night. Talk about Him in everything He's done. We ought to be proud to be called a believer. Amen? That was fairly weak. I'll give you one more chance. We ought to be proud to be a believer. Yeah, that's better. Thank you very much. Um, the thing is, is that sometimes we get so caught up in our day and so caught up in... It's like, like I heard about this story, like little boys will sometimes, like all these that were up on the front row. Some, they were at school one day and they were talking about how big their dad was. My dad can beat your dad and he, my dad can whip your dad and all this kind of stuff. And boy, they were in a deep conversation. This one boy said, well, I'm going to tell you something. My dad will beat all of them. He said, he sits down and writes this thing that they call a poem... And he sends it in to the publisher, and they'll pay him $250. Everybody was like, ooh. And um, next little boy said, well, that ain't nothing. He said, my dad sits down at the piano and plinks on it a little bit, and writes down something and calls it a song and sends it in to the publisher, and they send him $500. Ooh, the little crowd that's around. 
And, and finally, this one little boy, he hadn't said too much. And he said, well, I, I got you all beat. He said, I'm sorry, but I got every one of you beat. He said, my dad's a preacher. And he said, he writes down on a piece of paper and calls it a sermon, and it takes four people to take up all the money. <laughs> you know, we ought to be ready to brag on our Heavenly Father. We ought to go overboard, really, in talking about everything that He's done for us. Even the little stuff, even the small things, we ought to be ready to talk about Him and what He does for us. And um, the fact is, Roger had already told me. Roger had been in the hospital this week. And Roger, for the last four years, a little over, right? Four years, has been battling with this cancer. And we're, we're cursing that at, at the very root. Amen? And we're believing for a total healing. But in the meantime, I want to tell you something. Roger, I have never seen Roger take one moment to complain. And I know it, there were days when he didn't feel like it. I know when he, it, there were days when he had to consider, is this worth going on? But we were talking about it in the hospital. I went and sat with him several minutes the other morning, he said, the other afternoon. And he said, when I come to church Sunday, I want to tell everybody something. So, Roger, that's, that's where we're headed here. So uh, what mic do I need? All right. This one looks like orange. Is it Yanny or Laurel? <laughs> check, check, check. There we go. So, Roger, I want to give you a minute. First of all, I want to tell all the fathers happy Father's Day. And God is good because you see me standing here because it, it was a kind of a shake and bake thing there for a while. But, you know, one thing that, that I've learned that, you know, you can tell your uh, people that I've been able to do this and God's got a reason for whatever I'm going through and I'm okay with it because this is all part of life. And he put me in this situation, and he knows for some reason for 30 years I've been behind a microphone. A lot of people don't know that, but on uh, announcing stock car racing and rodeos and pageants and stuff like that. But he has picked me out for some reason, and, and maybe this is what it is, that I've gave my testimony many every day this week in that hospital that I was in there the nurses kept coming in there. Even though the nurses that wasn't working on me, they come in there to learn them on a story. So they was telling this to the other nurses. So I, I told this testimony over and over and over. And I enjoyed every bit of it. Some of them cried. And all of them hugged me. And even the guys that would walk in there. So God has a reason for everything. And you got to believe in him because he's stronger than we are. And he can handle a lot more weekends. Believe me, I talked to him a whole lot, and he has brought me to where I am today. And, yes, I, I'll battle with things, but it's okay. You know, this is what he's using me for a reason. And so if I brought some happiness, some joy, somebody to God this week, it's okay. And thank you all for all your prayers. Amen. Amen. Hang on. We're going to pray for you. I don't need this, so let me turn it off. Um, the Bible says they were made overcomers by the blood of lamb and the word of their testimony. And Roger has got some kind of testimony. There's very few people in this world that can say, 
basically the doctors had given up on him four years ago. They called the family in and said, it's all over but the crying. And I ne- I'll never forget, I walked in the hospital room, and we, uh, I talked to Roger, and he said, I'm getting up out of here. And I said, amen, brother, let's pray. <laughs> and the Lord raised him up out of there, and he's raised him up again, because if y'all could have seen him last Tuesday night, uh, it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. And they brought the crash cart in and, and the whole nine yards. But you know what? He's made an overcomer by the, word, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of his testimony. And God's going to keep using that testimony. And it's, it's like he told me. We, Roger and I sat down this last Thursday sometime in there, talked a pretty long time, and he said, I'm ready to go. He said, but like you say, I've got my ticket. I don't want to go in on the next bus load. And I said, amen, brother. I'm, I'm all in 100% support of that. It's good to know where you're headed if it's your time. And you know what, folks? Roger may outlive some of us in here. You can't wait. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, what are you waiting on? He is the best thing that ever happened to most of us. And so this morning, I want to pray for, for Roger. So if you want to come up here, we're going to anoint him. But if you want to sit in your seat and you want to extend your hand this way, the Bible's very, very clear. It says, anybody sick, let him call for the elders of the church. Anoint him with oil. And guess what? The prayer of faith that raise him up. So we are going to pray and continue to pray, and we're going to anoint him this morning. And uh, God has already done it. I told him the other day, God's already done it once, and he can sure do it again. Amen. So extend your hand this way if you can't get up here, but let's just pray. Lord, right now we come together by faith. And Lord, your word is exceptionally crystal clear about this. You said if even two or three were gathered together in your name, you were right in the middle of it. You said if two of us should agree as touching anything in Jesus' name, it'd be done of our Father in heaven. And Lord, you have answered this prayer more than once. So Lord, we are continuing to knock on that door of prayer. You said that if we would ask, that we'd receive. If we would seek, we would, it, that it would be open to us. That if we would continue to knock, that that door would open up and that healing touch would flow. So Lord, this morning, we're continuing to pray your healing touch. Lord, I pray that you would anoint Roger's bloodstream, that everywhere his blood flows, that that healing anointed touch of the Holy Spirit would go with it. We bind this cancer at its very root. Lord, it, it has taken and, and taken root there, but Lord, we, we just ask you that you would dry that up. Lord, that it would cease to exist. And Lord, that you would take care of whatever needs to be healed, that you'd remake whatever needs to be remade. Because you made Roger in the beginning, so who's better to heal him than you and lord we're just declaring it to be so we thank you lord that you are there for us and you said that by your stripes roger was healed so lord we stand on your promises and they are true and yes and amen and we are looking forward to the great things that you give him to continue to talk about lord we're not going to be ashamed to talk about it we're not going to be ashamed to tell people about what you're doing in roger and what you've already done for these last four years And so, Lord, you're our dad, and we are proud of you. We want to share with people who are looking for answers. We want to go out of here knowing in our knower that that we have something that this world is looking for. Lord, it's that good news. That's what the gospel means. It is good news. And, Lord, that means different things to different people, but we are going to be good news people. We want to go out of here talking about all your good things and all your goodness and mercy that you extend toward us. Thank you, Lord. 
for saving us. Thank you, Lord, for delivering us. Thank you, Lord, for, for being with us and healing us in everything that comes along. So, Lord, I just pray today that you would continue to prove yourself. You said you were able to do abundantly and above anything that we could ask or think. And you know we're thinking some pretty big things here. So, Lord, I thank you that you've already met Roger at that point of his need. And we thank you, Lord, for doing that. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap this morning. Amen. Love you, brother. Amen. Sometimes we look at things and why they happen. And I'll guarantee you that there's people that would be in Roger's spot and saying, why does this happen? God, where were you when this came along? And I, I came across it a, a pretty good while back and, and I, I marked it down. And it has really ministered to me. And it said, God is too good to be mean. He's too wise to be wrong. And when you cannot trace his hand, you must trust his heart. And so we don't understand. We, we don't know. In talking to Roger, there's been tons and tons and tons of people that have been reached for the Lord. Sometimes we don't understand it all. Sometimes we don't know the end result of it all. But here's the thing that I know. We got to be busy about the Father's business. And this is a day and time when people are looking for something. And we've got the answer. And we need to be about it. We need, we need to be telling everybody to talk to him, sing to him. Yes, sing his praises. Tell everybody about his wondrous deeds. So this morning, I told you I was going to be very respectful of your time. Because I know some of you are taking dad out for, for lunch or you're meeting your dad for lunch. And I don't want to hinder that. But here's the thing. Eternity is a long time. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, maybe you're here this morning and maybe you're saying, hey, preacher, I've heard this before. But maybe today I want to respond to it. Or maybe, maybe I was there once. Maybe I got kind of jaded. Maybe things happened. Maybe life was tough and I, and I kind of gave up on it. Still going through the motions, still doing all the things that I'm supposed to do. But my heart's not in it. And I'm asking God today to return to me the joy of my salvation. So if that's you, maybe you never made that commitment or maybe you made it and you just want to renew it today. But you're just simply saying, God, here I am. Would you forgive me? Would you come into my heart and into my life? If that's you, would you just slip your hand up so I know who I'm praying with? I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you up front. You're not joining this church. You're just simply saying... I want to make things new. And I want God to restore to me the joy of my salvation. Yes, I see those hands. Anyone else? Very quickly, yes. Yes, see that hand. Just slip them up and back down. Anyone else? We're going to pray. You know, I don't think there's a formula or a recipe. I think God's looking for a tender heart. So if you want to pray what I pray... I think that'll work, and I think sometimes he just wants to hear us pray, but I'm going to lead us. But maybe you just need to pray it your way. 
but something along this line would suffice. Heavenly Father, thank you for being my, my dad. Thank you for loving me, maybe when I was unlovable. Thank you for forgiving me for stuff that I did knowingly against you and against your will. And Lord, I'm asking you to forgive me. I'm asking you to come into my heart and my life today and that you'd be my God and let me be your child. Maybe, maybe my father on earth wasn't a, a real good representation of your love, but I realize that your love goes way, way, way beyond that. Sometimes that's tough for people to accept. But his love is perfect. So Lord, I'm, I'm accepting your love and I'm asking you that you would help me along life's way. Lord, that you would save me, that you would forgive my sins, that you would come into my heart and into my life today. I thank you for loving me. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you did for me. You paid that price. You hung on that cross for me and my sin. And so, Lord, I'm asking you that you would help me. And I ask you that you would lead me and guide me and direct me through your Holy Spirit and fill me to full and overflowing with your presence through the Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap this morning. Amen. Stand with me. If anybody needs prayer for anything specific, I will meet you down front. Be glad to. But I just, uh, I just feel like that this was the way this needed to go this morning. And Roger, we're going to keep praying. And I'm uh, going to believe God's going to complete that good work he's already begun. Amen. Let's, let me bless you and we'll get walking. But happy Father's Day again. And Lord, we want to celebrate it with you. So would you go with us? And Lord, would you just uh, let your presence be something tangible today. And just let it be when, we, when we're walking out of here and we're talking about you. And when we sit down for a meal later on or when we're going to bed tonight, Lord, that we would just mention you. Because you're our dad and we're proud to have you as our dad. So Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you've got planned. And Lord, we don't, again, we don't understand it always. But Lord, you said, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor mind conceived the good things that you've got in store for us. So we're looking forward to it with excitement and joy. And we thank you for being our God. And we just ask you that you would just go with us, keep us safe, and get us back here ready to worship you. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Happy Father's Day again. Lord bless you. If you need prayer for anything specific, I'll be glad to meet you up front.